Welcome to the 507 Podcast, a ministry of First Baptist Church in Baymanette. Episodes are recorded in the Beans on Hand coffee shop located on Hand Avenue in downtown Baymanette, Alabama. For more information, check them out on Facebook. Now let's get to the talk with host Joel Carter. Hello, welcome to another edition of the 507. We're here again with uh, Dr. Chip Starnes and Joel Carter here from Beans on Hand. We have a couple of special guests with us tonight. Tonight we have Carolyn Dean and Dwayne Dean, both members at First Baptist. Tonight we're going to be talking with them about their journey of faith and as they've walked together through life. And so, again, thanks for joining us tonight here together with Beans on Hand. Dr. Chip, take it away. I am so glad that we have Dwayne and Carolyn Dean here. Uh, They are some of the first people I met coming to First Baptist Church nearly 14 years ago. And in that experience of knowing them, and uh, as I have other church members, but also just a a friendship with them and sharing our life journey together about uh, the way we were raised in in, uh, our home life, the way we came to know Christ, Um, everybody's story is magnificent to really think about how the greatest of all miracles really is that God would save us through Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ would submit his life to lay down his life for our sins and rescue us is just the greatest of all miracles. However, there are times when I think we find, uh, when we, we find stories, life stories of people who have been on a different path and a different journey that wasn't ne- weren't necessarily raised in a Southern Baptist church or even in a Christian home. And that their path of coming to Christ is just amazing to see as well of how God orchestrates and loves us through many things to lead us and bring us to Christ. So that's what we're going to hear today in this podcast. And you are going to be uh, really, really engaged in hearing Dwayne and Carolyn's story as a married couple and in, as they serve Christ. Yeah, Ted, I can remember my first encounter of meeting y'all. I don't know if y'all remember or not. They're unforgettable. They're unforgettable. Uh, I think my first week here, y'all were out of town. You were down in Florida. Y'all spent the week playing golf because you came back. You were all tan. And I happened to be walking by Chip's office, and y'all were in there. And I walk in, and he goes, hey, you got to meet these two people. This is Dwayne and Carolyn Dean. And you said, and I'll never forget it, Miss Carolyn, you said, you won't forget me. I'm the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jew. <laughs> You're right. I will never forget that as long as I live. It's a, yes, you are the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jew lady. So it's like, it's like this is going to be someone that's going to be fun to know. Yeah. So, but I hope it has. It, it, has been, it has been fun. It's been interesting, to say the least, but it has been very fun. But, and I say that because tonight we want to talk about, you know, Miss Carolyn, particularly your relationship uh, with Christ. And as you grew up, as Dr. Chip said, not every home is a Christian home. Right. Not every home, you know, worships Jesus Christ the way we do as Lord and Savior. And you grew up in a Jewish home, correct? Yes. And I want us to talk a little bit about that because now, and help me if I'm understanding this correct, you were not born Jewish. Correct. Correct. But you were raised, at, your mother remarried at some point, and you were raised Jewish and converted to Judaism? Correct. Yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about that process, because as we've talked through the past, yeah, you've mentioned some of the things that you did as a young child and as a young lady growing up that were new to me, and I'm sure they'd be new to most of our people listening, that what was involved in that process. So when my mother remarried a Jewish gentleman, I was three years old, 
And in the Jewish religion, you have to convert if you're not a born Jew. So I, of course, was not born as a Jew, and my mother wasn't. Mom converted, but my sister and I, obviously, are not Jewish. They never considered uh, anything but raising us Jewish. So they raised us Jewish, and about the time my sister was having her first child and I was having mine, we discovered in the Jewish religion we're not Jewish. No matter that we were raised that way and we considered ourselves Jewish, we were not Jewish. So we had to go through what they call a ceremony. It's called a mikvah, and you go through a year conversion. It's a class that you take and you learn all about Judaism, which we already knew because we were raised Jewish. And for women, you have to go through a mikvah, which is a cleansing bath. So you have to be totally nude, something I was not aware of. And when I had mine done, I was in Waco, and they didn't have a a mikvah or a how do I explain it? It's a ceremonial place where you go, and that's where women would go after. So I was in a jacuzzi outside, because your water has to be flowing. So I was in a jacuzzi outside in October, and I was nine months pregnant. Wow. <laughs> and you have to submerge three times, say, uh, um, say prayers in Hebrew. You have women in there helping you. And when I say submerged, your hair cannot, cannot be floating. And you can't have hair ties in. Nothing can be on you. And you dunk three times. And you say these blessings. But there's supposed to be a, mic, a um, minion of ten men while you're doing this. Now, these men were facing the other way. But you, you do your dunking. They say the prayers. You do it again. They say the prayers. And then you become Jewish. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm already Jewish because that's the way I was yeah. raised. Now, did you do this while you were pregnant so that your child would Correct. be born Jewish and they wouldn't have to do all this? Correct. Okay. So with me becoming, converting, they are considered Jewish. So when my children were born, my daughter was named in the synagogue. My boys all had a bris. And that's the circumcision after eight days. They had their bris in the synagogue. And so that I believed I was going to be raising my children to be in a Jewish faith. faith. Correct. I learned something new today. (laughs) (laughs) Now, being raised in a Jewish home was obviously very different from, I guess, how you raised your children in a Christian home. What are some of those differences? What are some things that you did as as a child in a Jewish home that perhaps your boys didn't do or, or y'all did differently? Right. Well, the only things, because we were, we were Reformed Jews. There's a difference. There's Reform, Conservative, and Orthodox. Of course, Orthodox is the strict. We're doing everything by the book. You have to be kosher. and Yeah, the, just all different things that you have to do and follow the law to the T. And conservatives, kind of half and half, and that means even in orth- uh, as an Orthodox, you can't work on Fridays. You ca- at sundown, you stop working. You don't drive a car. You don't turn on light switches, and that goes till sundown Saturday. So in the Reform, you, you don't follow any of those rules. We're real relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so in the Jewish religion, 
the main difference between Christianity and, and Judaism is Jews do not believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior. He hasn't come yet. That is the main difference. So I wasn't raised that the Savior's come yet. We were still waiting on him. But then I believe in everything in the Old Testament. We celebrated Purim in March, and that's about Esther. And then we had Passover, and then we have Sukkot, and you have Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah is the new year, and Yom Kippur is 10 days later, and that's where you fast and ask forgiveness for all your sins for the year. For the year in the past or a year going forward? You're in the past. Okay. <laughs> in the past. And the reason you fast is so you suffer and you are forgiven of your sins. And then you go on and, and Hanukkah was coming up. And that's what we just celebrated. So these are all things that I started out doing with my children until I became a Christian. Okay. And we still do Hanukkah because, you know, I, my family's still Jewish. So we still, if we go home, we celebrate things with them that we would do. Yeah. It, I have to tell a funny story. When um, I became a Christian and I was at the Baptist church in Louisiana, there was this little girl and she was dressed all in white and she was in a costume and she was all in white. And I said, oh, are you Queen Esther? And she looked at me and I said, you know, for Purim, this is Purim. And she had no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> Yeah, so, I can understand that. So that's, that's a big difference. Yeah. That well, and it is a difference. When we read the Old Testament from a Western culture background, we, don't, we look at Esther as a really awesome story of what God did. Mm-hmm. But to the Jewish mindset, it was the preservation of their entire people, yeah. their entire race, their entire religion and people. We look at it as, well, that was really cool that God used Esther to, you know, do that. And Haman and all of the other things. But to the Jews, it was, it was the survival of the, of the entire race. It so meant, thus, yeah. the, entire, the entire religion. Right. And so, so that, that is a huge celebration. We have a carnival and, and there is a, yeah, there's a <laughs> ceremony they do in the synagogue. And when they tell the story of Esther, Esther it's, it's wild. It is loud. People are talking and we're celebrating and we have what they call groggers and they're noisemakers that you spin and make noise. So every time the rabbi, while he's telling the story, would say the name of Haman, mm. people would say, boo, hiss, and you're, because and you, you don't want to hear his name. Uh-uh. And you're making all sorts of noises and it's just fun. And we lose that in our Western culture simply because, I mean, it's, it's a clear fact. If God had not used Esther for such a time as this, mm-hmm then there would have been no Jewish population and race for Mary to receive the Annunciation, yeah. Joseph to be visited in a dream. Uh, it's just it's right. such a pivotal link, and so we well, miss that sometimes. Well, it's one thing about it is, too, learning from her and her background, the traditions and the uh, different things that she celebrated, it made me realize how important the Old Testament is mm-hmm. you know because we have a tendency to believe okay that it, it doesn't yeah. count anymore but it does count and, and you can learn uh, so much from it because how it intertwines well right? passover and was, the lord's supper i mean right i was just about to say passover passover to the lord's supper you know yes. the new yes. meaning i give to you is what, jesus what are some of the differences between the the 
book of scriptures, I'll call it, that you had as a, as a Jewish child, Jewish young lady growing up, compared to what you have now as a, as a believer? Because they're obviously different from what the Jewish people use compared to what we as Christians use. You mean between the Old Testament and yeah. New Testament? Well, one, y'all didn't use the New Testament at all. No, no, we didn't. And what would be in the Old Testament that may that we have maybe, but that wasn't there for the Jewish people? The Old Testament's exactly the same. Is it okay? It's exactly the same. There's no differences, and so it's just that the New Testament comes along. Of course, the Jewish people do not believe that that's even part of the Bible, and as. I always say a fulfilled Jew, because you asked me that question once, that I'm a fulfilled Jew, mm-hmm. that now I know the rest, I've learned the rest of the story, and that helps me understand. And every time I read, I'm going, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> I'm learning something new every time, and I'm going, wow, wow, he did all that. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and you wonder why it's so hard. Why didn't I believe it? Why didn't I catch it? sooner why wasn't I told about it sooner now I was I told you I was teased when I was younger when I lived in Ohio you know people saying you're a Christ killer oh Christ killer and of course I didn't understand it being I think I was fourth grade through seventh grade so I wasn't very old and I didn't understand what they were saying to me or they'd say where are your horns where's your tail well I didn't get all that I'm going I don't we don't have horns. <laughs> but they, they noticed differences because at school on Fridays, they gave the Jewish kids, and of course just my sister and I, a different lunch from everybody else. So that kind of made us stand out. And then, of course, then people, and of course, we missed school on the, what we call the high holy days, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Um, the first days of Passover, a couple of days we were out of school and people didn't understand how come that you got out of school and we didn't, you know, things yeah. like that. So when people see you're doing something different mm-hmm. and you're treated different, then they're going to pick on you. And, and I was like, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem like one to, to shy away from, from, from someone's thoughts about you. So. No, it didn't bother so, me. Yeah. I, I, a lot of times I try to explain to them that we're not different. It's just we believe differently. And they didn't yeah. like that. Whatever. The, the Jewish faith, what, what do they believe about Christ? I mean, because I know that he's mentioned, but mm-hmm. in what context? And what is their thoughts on who he is, who he was? They just believe he was a, a rabbi or a teacher, a good man. Nothing more than that, a prophet maybe. But nothing. We didn't actually, no, nobody. Not no, nobody. And we didn't talk about it. I mean, you never, he was never mentioned anywhere unless somebody went to the rabbi and said, hey, People have asked me about this Jesus, and he'll just say, oh, he, he's just nice, a nice guy, basically. Join us in the next episode as we continue our conversation on the topic of conversion.